Welcome back to another episode of Tech Headlines Today. We're on episode 52. Go ahead and subscribe or follow if you haven't yet. And don't forget we have show links in the description if you hear something you want to read up on a little more. Let's get into it. Block is building a solar-powered Bitcoin mining facility with Blockstream. Block and Blockstream are building a solar-powered Bitcoin mining facility. Block owns Square, Cash App, Tidal, and cryptocurrency-focused Spiral and TBD. Blockstream, meanwhile, describes its mission as building the, quote, crypto financial infrastructure based on Bitcoin. It will lead the construction of this new mining facility. Blockstream says that a 3.8 megawatt Tesla solar PV array and 12 megawatt hour Tesla Megapack will power the open source solar powered Bitcoin mining facility at a Blockstream mining site in the United States that it expects to finish sometime this year. The Bitcoin mining facility will offer a publicly accessible dashboard showing real-time metrics of the project's performance, Blockstream says. The facility is expected to produce 3.8 megawatts of solar power, Blockstream says, which the companies will use to power mining rigs capable of producing a 30 petahash hash rate. It didn't offer additional information about the mining equipment it plans to use in the facility. Chip undersupply to last until 2024, says Volkswagen CFO. Semiconductor chip supply is unlikely to be enough to completely satisfy demand again until 2024, Volkswagen Chief Financial Officer Arno Antlitz said in an interview on Saturday. He said that although bottlenecks would likely begin to ease towards the end of this year, with production returning to 2019 levels next year, this would not be enough to meet heightened demand for the chips. The structural undersupply will likely only resolve itself in 2024, Antlitz said. A lack of wire harnesses from Ukraine was also still causing some shifts to be canceled, Antlet said, even as the company was establishing new supplier relationships to source the component from other countries. When asked about how funds from a possible IPO of Porsche AG planned for the end of the year could be used to bolster Volkswagen's financials, Antlet said the money could help fund the carmaker software unit and its battery production plans. Only those who can map out their battery supply chain have the advantage at scaling in electromobility. Securing the supply chain comes with that. A Porsche IPO could give us a lot more flexibility in financing this, Antlet said. Google Fi's unlimited plans are getting cheaper. Google Fi is reducing the cost of its unlimited plans for customers and increasing the amount of high-speed data customers can use per month. The company says its Simply Unlimited plan, which previously started at $30 a month per line, now starts at $20 per month per line for customers with four or more lines. Other configurations have also dropped in price. The per line monthly cost for customers with three lines is 25 instead of 30, two lines cost 40 instead of 45, and one line costs 50 instead of 60. Simply Unlimited and Unlimited Plus customers will also see their data cap jump from 22 gigs to 35 gigs and 50 gigs respectively. The flexible plan will continue to help you save if you use less data, Google says. At $17 a month per line for four lines for unlimited calls and text, plus $10 per gig of data at home and abroad. We're also adding unlimited calling within Canada and Mexico at no extra cost. Coinbase suspends buy orders in India days after launch. Crypto giant Coinbase has suspended support for UPI payments instrument on its app in India, making its exchange non-functional again for any purchase orders less than four days after launching the trade service in the world's second largest internet market. Users in India attempting to purchase any token listed on the Coinbase app are being informed that the UPI payment method is, quote, currently unavailable. The app urges users to try another payment method, but currently it doesn't support any other method for purchase in the country, according to users, tests, and companies' own support page. It continues to support immediate payment service for selling tokens. 
In a statement later that day, Coinbase said it was committed to working with NPCI and other relevant authorities and said it was experimenting with other payment methods. TechCrunch had asked Coinbase on Thursday if it planned to continue to support UPI payments while it engaged with various authorities. The company did not respond to the question. Meta adopts new doxing policies. Meta is updating its residential information policy in response to some of its oversight board's recommendations for making it harder for users to dox each other on Facebook. The changes will see Meta remove a clause that allowed Facebook users to share residential information if it's publicly available, allow photos of residences in most news stories, clarify its policy, and provide more information to users who run afoul for a specific policy guideline. Meta says that it will also, quote, update the Instagram community guidelines to match the Facebook community standards and identify a small number of instances where the policies differ. That should make it easier for Instagram and its users to enforce Facebook's anti-doxing policy. Finland government sites forced offline by DDoS attacks. The websites of Finland's Defense and Foreign Affairs were taken offline yesterday following DDoS attacks. The ministries each confirmed these attacks on Twitter earlier, t earlier today, although the websites now appear to be back up and running. The nation's Ministry of Defense wrote at 10.45 a.m. GMT, the Department of Defense's website is currently under attack. We are currently investigating, and we will post additional information below. It followed up with, for the time being, we will keep the Department of Defense's website closed until the harmful traffic on the website is gone. There is currently no information regarding the attacker's identity, although suspicion is likely to fall on Russian threat actors, given the timing of the incidents. Microsoft stops Russian hackers from targeting Ukraine with domain takeover. Microsoft says it derailed a Russian hacking effort targeting groups in Ukraine, including media organizations, after redirecting seven domains they were using to conduct the attacks. Microsoft is blaming the attacks on Russian state-sponsored hacking group dubbed Strontium, also known as Fancy Bear or Apt28, which famously breached the Democratic National Committee during the 2016 election. U.S. intelligence claims the hacking unit works for Russia's military intelligence, the GRU. We believe Strontium was attempting to establish long-term access to the systems of its targets, provide tactical support for the physical invasion, and exfiltrate sensitive information, Microsoft Corporate Vice President Tom Burt stated. We have notified Ukraine's government about the activity we detected and the action we've taken. An insect-inspired approach to antibacterial services takes wing. Insects have built-in bacteria-fighting features, characteristics that a team of researchers in Australia wants to recreate. Engineers from RMIT University are making antibacterial surfaces that resemble the wings of a cicada or dragonfly. Like the insects, the RMIT-developed material has tiny nanopillars that rupture and kill bacteria cells. We have now created a nanotexturing that mimics the bacteria-destroying effect of insect wings and retains its antibacterial power when printed on plastic, Professor Elena Ivanova said in a recent news release from the university. Ivanova and the team aim to build antimicrobial surfaces for use in medical implants and hospitals. The synthetic biomimetic nanostructures, however, vary substantially in their antibacterial performance, and research on the optimal shape and dimensions of nanopattern is ongoing. The nanotexturing holds its own when used in rigid plastic, but the team wants to work with more flexible materials. Our next challenge is adapting it for use on softer plastics, said Ivanova. Elon Musk says Twitter Blue costs too much. Elon Musk thinks Twitter Blue should cost $2 a month instead of 3 but only if the subscription is renewed annually instead of monthly. 
Musk says Twitter blue subscribers should be able to check off the blue check mark after 60 days to avoid people canceling their subscriptions. And no ads, Musk tweeted. The power of corporations to dictate policy is greatly enhanced if Twitter depends on advertising money to survive. SAP is holding data for Russian customers. SAP has offered its customers in Russia the option to move their cloud data out of the country before its data centers there are shut down, according to Ukrainian news portal the Kiev Independent. In a March 23 letter from SAP's executive board, the Waldorf-based company gave its Russian clients three options to choose from. SAP could delete their data or directly hand it over to them, both of which would end the contract immediately. The third option is to migrate the data to foreign data centers free of charge. An SAP spokesperson told CIO Magazine that the data in the data centers does not belong to the company, but to its customers. For legal reasons, the company has therefore worked out options for transferring this data. He added that this also applied to international customers who had previously also been active in the Russian market. Should a Russian company decide to move its data abroad, it would not be able to use it. Thanks for joining us on this episode of THT. We appreciate you guys. Share the episode on social media and don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.